It's Thursday, June 29, 2017. I think it's going to be uh, a landmark breakthrough in coal technology, really around the world. First of its kind. Or not. Experimental clean coal plant switches to natural gas. The administration is tearing down the legacies of the Clean Air Act, the Clean Water Act. Trump's EPA moves to undo landmark clean water rule. World's first floating wind farm takes shape off the coast of Scotland. Plus, they haven't seen this in 28 years because we haven't done stupid stuff like this. Utah lawmaker blames environmentalists for massive forest fire. (laughs) All of that inappropriate blame and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. We turn the forest service over to the bird and bunny lovers and the tree huggers and the rock lickers. We turned our history over. (laughs) Rock lickers? You're not crazy at all, Utah State Rep Mike Noel. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I know you've got some big news on clean coal. This is our key to the future. Yeah, except not so much. It's been a major setback for proponents of so-called clean coal. The nation's first commercial clean coal plant, the Kemper plant in eastern Mississippi. I hear about it. It's great. Uh, It was supposed to convert coal to a gas to generate electricity and then capture its carbon pollution. But on Wednesday, Mississippi Power Company announced it will shift the plant to burn natural gas instead. Mississippi Utility Regulation. Regulators are cutting them off because the costly experiment was too risky to customers after years of delays, budget overruns, rate hikes, and more than a billion dollars in funding from U.S. taxpayers. So this is it? This is our clean coal technology, the future of coal that we've been promised for so long? That's right. And now it's shut down and they're just using natural gas instead. (laughs) Yeah. So fitting. The Trump administration this week officially kicked off the process of repealing President Obama's clean water rule a landmark regulation that clarified EPA authority to allow it to regulate how much pollution could be dumped in wetlands and tributaries that feed into the drinking water supply of one-third of Americans. The Waters of the United States rule has been on hold due to litigation from a coalition of fossil fuel industry groups, manufacturers, agriculture industry groups, and developers who argue the rule violates their property rights. EPA will now withdraw and rewrite the rule. Well, who needs clean water anyway? And it's not the first rule that the Trump EPA has withdrawn or postponed. Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Scott Pruitt has stalled safety regulations for hazardous chemicals established in response to that deadly fertilizer explosion in West Texas. Mm. He's pulled back regulations curbing methane emissions from oil and gas drilling that cause air pollution and contribute to global warming. He's also withdrawn more pesticides rules that were intended to limit exposure impacts to children and farm workers. Somebody ought to hold an election. And the Associated Press reports this week that EPA's Pruitt met with the CEO of Dow Chemical, the maker of the widely used pesticide chlorpyrifos, just days before Pruitt decided to withdraw a ban on that pesticide. Total coincidence. EPA's own scientists said the pesticide damages the brains of children, even in tiny amounts. The pesticide isn't up for a reassessment again until 2022. In Utah, a state lawmaker blamed conservation 
conservationists for a wildfire that has burned more than 77 square miles near the Bryan Head Ski Resort in the Dixie National Forest in southern Utah. Utah Republican State Representative Mike Noel used the fire as an opportunity to call for more commercial logging in national forests. We turned the forest service over to the bird and bunny lovers and the tree huggers and the rock lickers. We turned our history over and the fire is going to do more damage because we're going to lose our watershed, we're going to lose our soils, we're going to lose our wildlife, and we're going to lose our scenery. The very thing you people wanted to try to protect. It's just plain stupidity. Yeah, you people and your stupidity. So does he have a point? Do we have all of this dead wood up there that should have been logged by the logging companies? Well, forest ecologists say that while a century of forest fire suppression policy has indeed contributed to the increase in large forest fires, they also say that increased logging of those trees killed by the bark beetle epidemic would not have made a difference in this fire. Finally, some good news. A new frontier opened up in wind energy this week. Norway's state-owned oil and gas company launched the world's first floating wind farm off the coast of Scotland. Set to be fully operational next year, the High Wind Project uses pioneering technology to anchor the turbines to the seabed and keep them upright and could vastly expand the number of suitable areas that can be tapped for offshore wind farms. And also notable because it's an oil company behind the project. Clean coal plants going to natural gas, oil companies moving to wind, dogs and cats living together. What kind of madness is this? Well, we'll find out in our next thrilling episode. Until then, we'll be off for a week over the holiday. I hope that you and yours have a safe and happy one. Don't forget, you can get more on all of our stories at greennews.bradblog.com. And you can find, follow, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report.